What's up, everybody? Glad to be with you today. I pray that you would feel God's presence in your life. And remember to walk in victory because the battle is already won. And you are a child of the Most High God. You are royalty. Okay, today we're going to talk about pretenders and the cautionary tale of of deception in the body of Christ. God is still holy and he still hates sin wholeheartedly. He will not be mocked and Ananias and his wife Sapphira find out the hard way that God is not fooled by the lies we tell others. This sad story is about a couple who were among the believers but allowed Satan to deceive them into carrying out an act of deception that would cost them everything. This story about an ill-fated couple can be found in Acts 5, verses 1-11. through 11. But before we get there, let's understand the context that it is set in. Acts 4, 32-37 gives us that context. Verse 32 says, All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything that they had. Verse 34-35 through 35 says, There were no needy persons among them, for from time to time those who owned land or, or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the feet of the apostles where it was distributed to those who had need. So Ananias and Sapphira were a part of this group of believers who were extremely close-knit, and they cared for one another without reservation, which is how it's supposed to be. That's, that's how the church should function. They held nothing back, and they made sure everyone was taken care of. But let's be clear, this was not out of coercion. Nobody was forcing them to give. This was from a heart of giving, as they were of one heart and one mind. This group loved one another with the love of Christ, and they took care of each other. So, it's so important to to take note of, they were not being forced or compelled or coerced or anything like that. They gave out out of the love that they had. They gave out of... um having the right heart okay so it's it's all about the heart and this this is what the bible says over and over again about it's about the heart it's about your motive it's it's about you know god searches the heart you know it's the heart of man it's not what we have or do it's 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 the heart behind the matter you know so one day ananias and sapphira decided to sell a piece of land in order to give to the group like some of the others had done. But with one exception, they chose to hold some of the profits back for themselves and then lie about it, which is ultimately the problem. Acts 5, 1-3 says, Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money that you received from the land? Now, I want to stop here for just a second and have to say that as a married man, um, I can imagine Ananias and Sapphira that Ananias probably thought that he was okay because his wife was in on it too. He got his wife's approval. And she was in agreement with him, I guess, and was okay with him holding back some of the money. Okay, so real quick side note, just because your spouse agrees with you 
as as the spiritual leader of the home, just because your spouse agrees with you and agrees with the sin doesn't make the sin okay. Doesn't make the lie or the deception or whatever scheme or whatever it is you're up to. It doesn't make it okay just because they agree with it too. As the man of the house, it's God that we have to seek after. We have to make sure that what we do is in line with God's will. And if the spouse agrees with you in the lie, then you're both um, going to be held to the fire, so to speak. So anyway, it's important to note that everyone else is giving wholeheartedly, knowing that if they ever had a need, the group would take care of them. But Ananias and Sapphira keep some of theirs for themselves, but want everyone, including the apostles, which were the leaders, to think that they were giving wholeheartedly like the others. Therein lies the deception of the heart. They wanted everyone to think that they were something they were not. They wanted the praise, the notoriety, you know, look at what I contributed. We sold this piece of land and we're giving all the money to the group and etc. But Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, calls Ananias out and says, How is it that Satan has deceived you into thinking you could lie to the Holy Spirit? Peter saw through his deception right away. You see, they did not have to sell the land at all and give anything. Look at what Peter says to Ananias, verse 4. Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? Basically, you know, he's like, it was yours to begin with. It was yours to give freely. You didn't have, why did you have to create a lie, deception, you know, when it was completely unnecessary? You know, there was no reason for it. You know, he, he said to him, you have not just lied to human beings, but to God. You know, Peter was saying it was yours to begin with and nobody asked you or made you sell it in order to give it to the group. You willingly chose to carry out an act of deception to fool people into thinking that you were something you were not. I believe greed set in when they received the money for selling the, their land and the temptation, you know, that came. And they thought they could get away with holding on to some of the money for themselves, yet make it look like they were the saints giving to the cause. The problem is that they didn't have to lie about it. They didn't have to give anything. It would have been better for them just to be honest and say, you know, we sold a piece of land and here's part of the earnings from that from that uh, sale as a donation to the cause. You know, you have likely seen someone lie about something that they had no reason to lie about. They create drama that never needed to be created or they create this unnecessary deception in order to fool people because they need the adoration or praise. They, you know, took, you know, they need to look good in the eyes of man, but they disregard the eyes of the Lord. You can fool man, but God sees everything. As Jesus told the compromising church in Thyatira, all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds, and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. Revelation 2.23 After Peter calls out Ananias, Verse 5 says that he dropped dead and that people carried him out and buried him. Then his wife comes in unaware of what happened to her husband, and she too supports the lie and deception of her husband and tells Peter that what they gave was everything. That's all of it, she said. And 
she too dropped dead at Peter's feet and was carried out and buried with her husband. You know, I believe they were tempted into carrying out this lie and it cost them everything. But the sad part is that they created the drama that led to their demise. They created the drama. Okay, it wasn't a part of something that somebody else did. They created the mess that led to their to their end. There's a couple of takeaways here. Number one, you can lie to God. I mean, I'm sorry, you can lie to man, but God sees everything and will repay you for your deeds. You can make yourself look good before man, but God searches the heart and he will hold you accountable. Number two, don't create drama where there is none and where there's no need for any. Just be who you are, who God created you to be, and be satisfied with what with what He thinks of you. Seek His affirmation, His affirmation instead of man's. Number three, be careful of the great deceiver. He tells you the lies you want to hear. He preys on our sin nature and will try to deceive you into thinking that what you're doing is okay, that the lie you are living or telling is okay because you are still doing good. And people will praise you for it. Number four, don't try to keep up with the Joneses. You see how everyone looks at this person or that person with adoration for what they did or gave or etc. And you try to follow suit, but with the wrong heart. You seek the praise for the deeds and not the impact or the will of God for that matter. Follow God's lead and give, you know, and give how and when he says give. Don't try to keep up with others. It's not a competition, and it doesn't make them holier than you because they gave more than you. Remember, God does not need anything you have in order to carry out His work. He doesn't need you to give in order to help someone. God can provide all on His own. So you are not winning favor in the eyes of God trying to keep up with others. He only asks that you put Him first and follow His lead. He will take care of the rest, and you will forever be blessed for it. So... We should give with the right heart is what I'm saying, not um, because we're trying to keep up with someone or look good in someone's eyes, but give because God God puts it in your heart to give and because he, he tells you to give, you know, so just check your heart. And that brings us to point five, um, and that is check your heart first. If what you do comes from the heart out of love for God and others, there will be no need for deception. Lies will be unnecessary if the motives are pure. God doesn't care about your money or means. He cares about the heart. If you have the lie, if you have to lie about it and deceive others, you are only inviting calamity. You are opening the door to the enemy and removing the favor of God. At the end of the day, guys, this story should be a reminder uh, about checking your heart, checking your motives, you know, not trying to keep up with other people, but do what God leads you to do. Do what his word says, follow his word. His word says to give, we should give, but we should give with the right heart and just make sure when we, when we give and when we follow God's will, when we do what, what God calls us to do, that we check our heart, whatever opportunities God opens up, whatever doors he opens, check your heart. Check your heart before you give. Make sure that it is in line with God and it is out of love for God and others and it is out of a desire to, to do the will and work of God and to please God that we do what we do. 
God, thank you so much for your patience for you know, with us, for your grace and mercy. We are a difficult people, but we are your people. Help us to see the importance of seeking you first and putting you first and seeking affirmation from you instead of man. Help us to listen for your guidance and direction. Let the story of Ananias and Sapphira remind us to check our hearts and let our motives be in line with you. God, you are not fooled by the show we put on for others. So in all that we do, let us do it for an audience of one. Let us be a people set apart for your work, Lord. Use us to make a difference in the lives of those around us today. Let us be of one heart and mind focused on you and the work you have for us. Let us be blessed because we chose to be a blessing to others. Amen.